Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to take a different approach from our podcast and talk about creating stories via social media. This is definitely one of those episodes where I haven't given enough attention to, but I think this is going to be really important for those of you guys who make social media posts, obviously, but this can also be used in sales pages and other places as well, where you're trying to market and expand your reach online. So get tuned for some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time, or if you've been listening for multiple episodes. And if you have been listening for the first time, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. So that way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to receive a lickety split. And if you haven't done so already, let's be friends on social media. Find me on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, or Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where I'll be dropping advice on improving your mindset, obviously, your money in terms of how to connect with people in a genuine, authentic way and sell things that you are passionate about. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, check me out on denisegeely.com where you can read some articles and check take advantage of some of the resources that I have provided online. Specifically, to continue the work that we're talking about right now, I'd like you to check out my resource called Contagious Content. Contagious Content is a literally about at least 100 post ideas with an audio guide and a bonus video to help you create content, especially in those moments where you feel like it is your mind is going completely blank and you don't even know what to post. Check that out, Contagious Content, which is only available on denisegeely.com forward slash courses. Okay, now let's get into today's podcast. This was actually a client request. And I have been talking with this particular client about storyboard creation, story storytelling, and there's a framework that goes into it. And we're going to talk about it, but obviously this is more high level. There's a lot more nuance into what you should and you shouldn't do, but this should be give you a practical roadmap. And why is stories important? before I even give you the instruction and give you the roadmap, let's talk about why it's important. Now, stories are very integral to how we communicate information to others as human beings. For example, if you go to a rest, you go to a restaurant and you later tell the story about the experience of the restaurant, you're not going to say, well, I ordered only this. It cost this amount of money. I arrived here and I left there. You're going to tell a story about it. You're going to give information about the waiter, if he was friendly or not, whether or not you enjoy the doors, how was the ambiance and and the experience of being in the restaurant? Did you have to wait long to receive your food? Was the bathrooms clean? You're going to probably talk about things that really resonated with you and obviously would resonate to the person that's listening. Also, think about even back down to the cavemen days where how do we explain story how do we explain information to one another well we made pictures and very fascinating i was talking with my husband about this chinese there's a lot of characters that was he says that chinese is a 
pictorial language that a lot of the characters symbolize images of different events that come to pass, and that's how they communicate. So if we know that we are hardwired as human beings, we want to tell stories because that's the best way for us to convey information through these examples, through visuals that get people feeling and thinking and relishing the experience and conveying that information to others, why not incorporate this in our social media? And it's kind of funny when you say that social media, we often forget the social as part of the media. A lot of us are still caught up on what should we use images only or text space or textbook image or audio only or live cast and all this stuff. And we forget that we have to make it social. So I have a framework that I use for myself. And obviously, you're going to have to make adjustments because I don't know your business exactly. And I don't know what resonates with your particular audience. But I'll give you some a framework that I think it's going to really be helpful. First of all, we need an opening statement. And before I explain why that's important, I want to tell you a little bit, a little story about why that really matters. I'll never forget, this was uh, literally a year ago, and I was making this Facebook ad, and it had a really beautiful picture of me and I don't know where I was posing and what I was doing but I knew I knew I was it was really lovely it was beautiful and I, I I had a really good story to it and then somebody wrote me a comment and the in the comment section it was I think it was Instagram and then they they said you have a bad opening and at first I felt a little embarrassed about it and then I re- read the post and I was like oh, this person's right, it's a bad opener. Now let me explain when I say an opening statement because this may be a foreign term for some of us who are in newbies in the mark content marketing, online marketing sphere. When I say an opening statement, I'm talking about the first one to three lines, specifically, honestly, one to two, where our primary objective is to stop the scroll. And when I say stop the scroll is that for a lot of us, we are crazy distracted with 10,000 browsers open or kids are yelling in the background or email notifications are popping up left and right. And it's hard for us to be really attuned to paying attention to a specific content. And the way to get someone's attention is by leaning into how humans work. And the way we work is, I hate to say this, but it's true that we are, we're selfish and we're curious. And if we know that we're selfish and we're curious, okay, now what would get someone to pay, stop and pay attention? Well, the one of the most things that fascinating and easiest way to do it is to literally ask a question or give them a surprising update. For example, I have opened up some social media posts and I said, does it ever feel that it gets harder and harder to reach more people online, even though a month or so ago, it seemed so easy? I mean, that's a question. Or did you know that this crazy tip has 
has worked wonders for my business. Let me tell you what it is. I just said two sentences. People, if they are in need of that, are wanting to know. So my question to you is, what are the things that really interest your ideal audience? What are the things that really matter most to them? How can you set up your story with a great question that you're going to answer and the next part of your your post, which is actually telling the story. Now, all stories are not alike. There's stories of past regret. There's stories where you came out victorious. There's stories about other people experiencing things. There's fable, there's parables. It, stories come in so many different shapes, sizes, and colors. And I highly encourage you if you really want to dive in deep into it. There's tons of resources uh, online about creating a story. But I specifically want to talk to you about creating a story for the purpose of marketing and selling. Okay, now, if we know that we have to write a story that appeals to our ideal audience, how do we do that? Well, the first thing that we can do is to be relatable. And the way we can be relatable is to talk about our life, the things that matter to us and to our ideal customer. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I made a post on LinkedIn specifically talking about going back to school and getting in, getting the whole family into the routine of learning and studying and staying focused on what matters most. That was extremely relevant to me because I was preparing my son to enter kindergarten and my husband is trying to improve on his Chinese writing skills. I obviously is relevant to me because I'm always seeking as an entrepreneur to learn and grow and to experience different things. It was relevant on so many different levels that I know that even if you weren't a mother, even if you aren't married, you could find some part of the story that I was telling that was completely relatable to you and to what matters most into your life. And so I want you to translate that into your business and ask yourself, what is something that is completely relevant on one aspect? I always try to toggle between one or three different similarities because I know that not all the people who are in my audience are parents. and I know all the pa- people in my audience are married. I know all the uh, people in my audience may have started to run their business. So I'm trying to touch people on different levels depending on where they are in their personal life or professional life. And while I'm at the story, I also want to talk about the tonality. The tonality is just as important as how you say it and just as the words that you use. So let me explain what I mean when I say tonality. I My brand is more or less mindset, mentoring, empowering, coaching, teaching, learning. And as such, I don't really get into funny, bubbly language because that's just not my brand. Not to say that 
I couldn't have that tone. I've seen tons of coaches that open up their messages and, and hey, darling, so super cool to hear about what's going on. Here's a fun resource that I want to share with you. And they sound very relaxed and easygoing and not very business-y, <laughs> very relaxed. And that's cool for their brand. That's not my brand. My brand is an extension of my personality. And so, yeah, I'm I do have my lighthearted moments at times, but I'm more, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say a little bit more spicier, a little bit more cut uh, straight to the point. And I'm not going to write words that are out of sync with how I talk. Basically, what I'm trying to say is try to have your words in a way that is as closely related I mean, we're never going to have a 100% match, but a closely related to how you would speak and interact with people in the real world. Because when people are going to be interacting with you, and let's just say you, I'm just going to give the whole bubbly example. If I started talking bubbly and cheery 24-7 on my post, but if you actually come to work with me, you may feel let down. You may feel a little disappointed because, wait a minute, I like Denise, but this isn't sounding like the same Denise of the post that I read. What's up with this, right? Because there's a disconnect. Don't have that disconnect with your content. Make sure that people understand from start to finish who you are, how you show up, how you feel comfortable with other people. Don't deny it. A lot of people, I think, in the... in the desire to want to appeal to as many people as humanly possible. We are trying to present an image of what we think the world wants from us. And that's terrible. We have to be authentic to ourselves. And the only way to do that is through a consistent tone that makes complete alignment with who we are in the real world. Okay. Now let's talk about the lesson, because that's also a part of the story. And the lesson is what you learn that you want your audience to learn. And I know this may sound a little silly because, wait a minute, the lesson isn't what I learned. No, the lesson is what you want them to do, what you want them to take away from the story that you have. Because remember, we are posting to sell. We are posting to gain influence. We are posting to showcase our expertise. And as such, we're going to have to phrase our content in in such a way that has that appeal to or not appeal, that that positions ourselves as an expert, as a leader. And the only way we do that is by we, I love saying this, but you can say it another way. I can sometimes I say, well, what does all this matter to you? I literally bluntly say, what does this matter to you? Or what's the significance of us? Or what's important about this? And I then I say, here is what you need to know. And then I launch straight into the lesson. Get used to being a leader, being an, being a mentor, because the people who follow you, regardless of whether or not you believe it or not, you are providing them leadership. And leaders provide lessons. Leaders provide takeaways. Leaders provide next steps or things that they should be aware of. And actually, that transitions me to the last part is the pitch. The pitch is more or less 
inviting them to buy your products, telling them that they should attend an event or whatever you've got going on, you can put the invitation directly in the post or you can post it in the comment section below. It all depends on where you are. But I will say this though, for a lot of people, they feel nervous about making the pitch, making the sale. Oh, I don't want to sell. I don't want to say anything because I, I don't want to alienate them because people are being sold to all the time. I don't want to be just another voice trying to sell them something. Here's the thing. No one knows unless you provide them information. Nobody knows. And the best way of doing it is literally telling them, hey, I've got a resource or hey, you want to learn more? Here's something else that you need to do. This is definitely something that I believe that I sucked at in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey as well, where I just thought that I could just put up a really good post with really good information and that people would want to connect with me and purchase my stuff and that was enough. And I'm telling you right now, if this is what you believe that you can just write a post and people are going to just magically go on your website or do whatever you want next, it's not going to happen. You literally have to steer people to make decisions. Because again, remember how I was t opening our time with one another and I was explaining that people are distracted and they're busy and there's 5,000 things are ruddling running through their brain or they've got just all this commitments to do and if we know that as such we need to make life easier for them by giving them a clear and easy path now i was just talking with somebody about this where they were telling me that they were giving links to sign up to uh, their website but in reality they were giving links to sign just to view their website instead of signing up here's the thing we need to minimize the confusion for people as much as possible. We need to give people direct links so they can put in their information, direct links to, to your sales page, direct links to sign up or direct links to whatever you got going on. Do not believe for a second that your audience is going to intuitively figure out where it is to sign up or where they need to go unless you remove as much clutter and noise as humanly possible. And actually that brings me to a really good, another point, which is a sidebar, which I think uh, is worth mentioning is that a lot of us give way too much more information that's necessary to our audience. We can't do this anymore. If we really, really want to make things easier for people to make those purchasing decisions or whatever we want them to do, we have to clean up as much stuff as possible. There's an expression you might have heard is we simpler is best. Same thing that works in our, our personal professional life, same thing works for how we market it. We are not going to make things complicated. And a wonderful way for me to explain this is I think about my iPhone. My in-laws, my in-laws do not speak any English at all, or at least just a token here and there English. Let me let me clarify myself. And yet still, they know how to operate their own iPhones like a beast. And why the heck is this? These are my 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 in-laws. Both of them. They. I think my mother-in-law has a equivalent of a fifth grade education and my dad my father-in-law has I think 
10th or 11th, but I, I know both of them aren't even high school graduates. And how are they supposed to figure this out without having technology? without having any technological background, not sophisticated education. It's because Apple made it so freaking easy to operate that you, it, it was intuitive. You click a couple of links and boom, you're there. And you didn't have to think too deeply about it. Think about how you want to convey your story. Think about how you want to make your pitches. Let's take the confusion out and make it as simple and easy to understand. And if you're... I think a lot of people try to overthink it or they think that we need to provide all this technical information and make things more complicated than what it is and because they want to show that they're an expert and I want to let you know, no, don't do that. Don't do that at all. People will figure out that you're an expert as long as you're consistently providing useful information that's relevant to their needs and... If you're doing that, you will automatically build that trust and the authority. That's not going to happen by you just giving a bunch of technical information that people don't understand. So let's recap and talk about everything that we've talked about. <laughs> We're talking about stories. Stories have to have a great opening statement. Remember, people are selfish. Lean into that. Uh, lead in with curiosities and questions or things that they can relate and understand with. And then when you actually talk about your story, make sure that it's relatable. Talk about your life, things that matter, things that are relatable to your ideal customer. And the tonality is very important. How you say it is just as important as the words that you use. And to wrap up your story, you always need to have a lesson, a takeaway. This is about what you want them to learn. You're one to sell your audience the details of what they want, why it matters, minus all the technical information. And lastly, make sure you always include a call to action or a pitch. Invite them to your products or your events or let them know what's going on. You can put it in your comment section or towards the end of the post. But again, people aren't going to magically figure out where to go next unless you guide them to it. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that really resonated with you? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. I'd love to have the conversation going. And as always, I really appreciate our time with one another. And if you've been really loving this, make sure that you share this podcast to someone else that would also benefit. Well, thank you again. Take care and be awesome.